Hi, this is Maggie. And this is Kelsey. And you're listening to Teacher Radio, where we have authentic conversations about real teaching. Today, we are talking about Instagram and our favorite teacher Instagrammers, why we love teacher Instagram, why we hate teacher Instagram, our own teacher Instagrams. It's all about the Insta today or all about the gram today. I don't know. I'm really not that cool. I just pretend. But but I do too a lot, to be honest. And I'm not, I'll be honest, much of a uh, teacher Instagrammer. I'm just an Instagrammer. Um, I just enjoy, it's my favorite of the social media feeds for sure. I hate Facebook. Facebook is on its way out. And I follow Twitter, but I'm a lurker, not a participator. Yeah, see, my Twitter is for following Major League Baseball. My Facebook is for more personal. My Instagram is more teacher. And my Snapchat is pretty much just for like my five friends on there. So <laughs> I have one that's my social Snapchat. media rundown. I'm not a Snapchatter, even a little bit. I do less Snapchat than I do Facebook. And that is saying something. Like you were telling me earlier this year that one of our old professors had reached out to us on Facebook with like Messenger and I had no idea. And it was months yeah. ago. So I was like, know, Maggie, <laughs> Facebook and I are not friends. And I know that Facebook owns Instagram, but I love Instagram. It's my favorite. So let's start with that. I think that's a good place to start. Why do you like Instagram? And then maybe like down the rabbit hole a little more. Why do you like the teacher Instagram? Okay. Um, I like Instagram because for one, I love the stories. I love how you, for whatever reason, that feels very personal and very interactive to me, even though these people have no idea who I am or that I'm even watching really uh, because they're probably, these are big accounts. And so they're not looking at like, who watched my story? (laughs) Um, And so I really like that about it. But then I also follow, so I mentioned in a previous uh, podcast that I make my own clothes. And so I follow lots of like dress accounts and also home remodel accounts because I eventually want to own a very old home that I can fix up. And following along as people create things is so rewarding for me um, and getting to see their creative process and getting to see it all come together. And then the final product, I just celebrate with these people, I guess, um, in my own little way of how much work and how cool what they've done is. And so I, I really love that about Instagram, that I get to follow along on all of these journeys and I get to learn a lot. I think that's what's different for me about Instagram um, and leading into teacher Instagram is how much I feel I learn in listening to these people um, and then seeing the resources that they post and following along in their classroom and getting to see some of like the creative process and creating resources and lessons. So I really, really like all of those elements that I don't feel are necessarily present everywhere else. What about you? Yeah, that's well said. Um, Yeah, I would just echo what you said. And going back to what you mentioned earlier is the stories. I really just like people talking and just having, 
I don't want to say real conversations because it is a social media platform. They know what they're doing as far as an, an audience is viewing it. But I do feel like it's more authentic than just like writing out a post with a picture, which I know that side of Instagram exists. And I'm, I like that side, but just the stories, like just the talking, uh, here, here's how my day went in the classroom. Here's what it was really good. Uh, and then I just steal their ideas like crazy. I'll be honest. I just oh, yeah. use what they, yeah. Like that's what teachers do. Right. They, yeah. So the, the, the idea and the creative side, I would echo what you said. That's the best part of Instagram. And it's just cool too, that I can see teachers from different areas, you know, in different school settings in different parts of the country. And they have ideas that people who are geographically near me don't have. And I'm sure we have ideas that they don't, you know, it's the same, but it just really opens up a world. And that's super cool to me. Yeah. And I think another thing that I like about teacher Instagram and Instagram in general, because I see it in the home renovation and I see it in the creating clothes and costumes piece as well, is I really do feel like it creates a sense of community in a way perhaps that other social media platforms with maybe an exception of Twitter don't, uh, where these people, they meet on Instagram, they talk on Instagram, they've never met in real life, but they're, they're obviously really close friends. And I think that that, that community piece is so cool. And I, I don't know how to hack it yet. Um, I want to figure that out. I'm intrigued by that, but I love seeing it happen. Yeah, the community is evident. And like when your favorite teacher Instagrammers tag your other favorite teacher Instagrammers, you're like, oh my gosh, they're like besties. And it's funny because I don't really know them, but I know them. And so like, I don't know. (laughs) It's a funny, funny part of it that I like. We know a curated, presented version of someone. Yeah. So what do you not like about teacher Instagram? Um, lots of things, actually. I, I really only keep up with two, or at least I have this summer. Um, we'll see how that changes as the school year progresses. Um, I know that you go back to school tomorrow and I go back next week. So we're staring down the barrel here. Um, <laughs> but there are parts of it that feel fake. Um, and there are certain accounts, and I won't name names here, but like that feel fake and too Instagram for me. It's like, I'm it's an like, model of a teacher. I'm not a real teacher. And right. It's like, it's too good to be true. Like no one's classroom looks like that all the time. But when that, those are all the pictures that I'm seeing of your perfect classroom, that's not real life. And no teacher looks that stylish the whole time either. I'm like, where's your crappy Wednesday outfit that you just threw on and your hair is a mess? Like, no um and so like there are those those pieces that chafe me sometimes uh and then oftentimes I think that we have to point out that teacher Instagram in particular is a very white space um because it's primarily in my experience young white female teachers who run these um and that so there's not the diversity that I would like to see and I think that echoes the problems 
of diversity that the teaching profession actually has. A lot of us are young white females. Um, and I know we can talk later about a teacher shortage and what that looks like, um, especially like post COVID, who knows. But um, I think we're just seeing that amplified across the social media platform, especially in who gets big and who doesn't. Yeah. And that's what we were kind of talking about off air. I wrote down all my favorite teacher Instagrammers and I'm like, Maggie, they're all white women. And I feel this doesn't feel good to have a list of that lacks so much diversity. And that's not, that's not what I want, but it's what happened. And I'm kind of ashamed to say that, to be honest with you. Um, you know, my favorite teacher Instagrammers are young white women who I think that they, the individual accounts do speak to diversity. And I think that their content acknowledges different perspectives and um, amplifies voices, mm -hmm. but the account is still not diverse, if that makes any sense. Right. And one of the things that I've, I think I've fallen into, uh, I'm going to say trap, and that's probably the wrong word with a teacher Instagram is especially in my feed, not the stories, because I don't always get through my stories because I follow some 900 people. Um, and that would take a whole day to get through. But when I'm scrolling in my feed, a lot of these accounts, they're just posting resources. And I don't get to see pictures of like who's behind the account unless I go and dig. And so I'm not checking the way that perhaps I should be checking to make sure that I'm having a, a diverse group of resources and supporting a diverse group of creators like I would like to. Um, one of the things that I'm trying to do this year and that I want to do in future years is buy 15% Black um, and support Black and um, other melanated businesses. And I need to do that when it comes to like teachers pay teachers and other resources that I might pick up throughout the school year. And so that's one of the challenges that I'm presenting to myself is how am I, how am I doing? Am I really hitting that 15% mark or am I slacking? The other thing that I, it's kind of like a love hate that I have with Instagram are the trends that go through. So, oh, what was a big trend? I don't know, maybe two years ago, those um, wireless like karaoke microphones that like pretty much all the teachers had. And then it just became like a trend. And so then all the teachers bought one and like would show it off on Instagram. And it was just such a trendy thing that I found myself being like, wow, I need a wireless microphone even though I like my sound system in my classroom literally has a microphone with it. <laughs> like it just doesn't have the funky like echoes and stuff. So like I already had a microphone and I have never, like, I think I've used it once because I was being silly and like dancing and singing on top of a table about Friday or something. Like it, I don't use the thing, but the Instagram trend made me want to use a thing that I pretty much already had, but buy a new one. And it, it didn't like, I would have, if I would have bought one, it wouldn't have fit me in my classroom. And that's what I think happens with these trends is that 
like I see things on Instagram and I'm like, yes, that's what I need. I'm going to order it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to use it. I use it once. I feel like a phony because it's not true to me, but I felt so much peer pressure from Instagram. It's me and my relationship to Bitmojis. Everybody's using a Bitmoji. And I'm like, I hate these things. <laughs> yes. I have one. Yeah, I feel like it's just name, trend after trend after trend that has been on teacher Instagram. And, you know, the same thing would apply. Maybe it would fit for you. Maybe it would fit for me. Maybe it wouldn't fit for either of us. So that's one thing that I have to be really cognizant of when I'm on Instagram is like, wait a second, that's kind of cool for that person that I'm watching on social media. Is that for me? No. But I will say I did cave. And after a couple years, I finally bought a little laminator because I saw it on Instagram again. And I'm like, oh, I've been thinking about this one for like two years now. She just put the affiliate link. I'm just going to buy it. So I also bought a laminator, but I bought mine two years ago, a year ago. And I use it all the time because I print things once and then I laminate it. It's done, um, which is fabulous. But things like classroom tan- transformations and like these crazy freaking bulletin boards and things. I put a bulletin board up and I never change it again. Literally, I don't know how these people have time to change <laughs> classrooms in the middle of a year. It's astounding. Like I'm, I'm the same thing. Decorations go up at the beginning of the year and I'm not going to change it. I used to think my first couple of years teaching that I'd change them like quarterly or month. No, never. I, the one thing I do is I put student work in the main hallway and I'll change that about every six to eight weeks if I'm good. <laughs> I had, I tried to do that last year in my classroom and I'm not, I need to get better at that. Cause I know that displaying student work is really important. <sighs> And I had these clipboards up and I wanted to post like excellent student work. And then I just, I did it once and never touched it again. And I'm like, you know, we need to get better at that. Do it for the gram. That's why I don't Instagram my classroom very often. Um, I'm also like super uncomfortable with like the, especially as we do distance learning people who, I think that there's some privacy issues with Instagram and the teachergram um, and pictures of students. Yeah, that makes me super uncomfortable. Anytime I post a picture of a student, a whole like emoticon will be covering their face because I don't have a right to post them at all. And I know um, we both follow Too Cool for Middle School and she's, I would say she's my favorite teacher Instagrammer, teacher YouTuber. But she talks about it in her YouTube videos, what she does in order to post students and them in her classroom. And it's a pretty extensive form that she had to get admin to approve that parents have to sign. And I think maybe that's why I like her feed so much is because she can show her students. But I also know that she's done, she's gone through the legwork of being allowed to show the students. Right. And I, that makes me feel better about it for sure. And I also just like, um, too cool for middle school's account, Megan's account, um, because she's so knowledgeable and she's so into 
social justice and restorative justice and she has so many great resources um and she's like who i want to be when i grow up but because <laughs> she's so with it and so I, I really appreciate that and i feel with her dedication to these other elements of the social and restorative justice pro uh practices that she she is you know crossing her t's and dotting her i's when it comes to posting students but then there are others especially when we were all online and they would post like pictures of their zooms their zoom sessions and like kids names and things and i was just like faces and i was i did not like that and it just feels like you're using your students to boost your instagram credibility and fame and that feels really icky to me yeah can we also just acknowledge for a minute how megan's account with too cool for middle school it's just pretty <laughs> she has such <laughs> an eye for design so not only content there it looks really cool too she's she's mastered that i am a baby at using a thing called canva um to like try and make those sorts of designs and things for myself but i'm not gonna lie computer graphics and i this is not a natural relationship then the learning curve is real so who are some other teacher instagrammers you like i so the summer um i really kept up with too cool for middle school and then that awkward teacher or molly um on instagram i love that awkward teacher she feels so relatable to me i bought my first teacher tea because of her actually speaking of silly things we buy because of teacher instagram um <laughs> which one like, did you add what i'm reading and like oh cool um so yeah but i love her diverse reading and she recently did a post on um she's doing like pop sugars diversity fee like challenge or something like that and then she had this big google doc and she was tracking all of the books that she's read she's read 90 books so far this year which is incredible um and then she's marking down like whether it's like a person of color wrote it or there's a person of color um main character or background character and then like lgbtq writers and characters how many stars she would give it that sort of thing and then it produces a little like pie chart and i i loved that i was like dang i've got to do that i've just gotta start keeping track of that because i think it is so important and so i love that and i love how much she reads and she's got like this little book club thing that she does and she just feels very relatable to me because i guess she feels less polished perhaps than other accounts in a way that's probably still very polished and curated but it, it feels more like a reflection of someone that looks and talks. Yeah, I could see how she would be a good fit for you because she does so many reading recommendations, which I know you really love books. <laughs> so many books. <laughs> what about you? Um, I really like the whimsical teacher. She's probably like in the top five for sure. Uh, and I think it's the same reason you pointed out she just feels so genuine and mm, this doesn't have the right connotation, but unpolished and genuine, real, authentic. Hey, frenzies, like, here's what's going on with me today. 
I'm a little weird today. <laughs> she has like this crazy laugh. Um, Do you have the Happy Teacher podcast? Like the Happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. The laugh, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think she does some really like cool and innovative things outside of just teaching in the classroom. So like the podcast and merchandise and TPT and um, she helped with uh, E2E teacher conference once or more than once. I'm not sure. So, um, and she's talked about on her podcast, like the side businesses that she does and tries to do and builds. And I don't know, I just find it's almost like with these teachers, what hooks me is the teaching and the classroom content, but what keeps me coming back is their, the glimpse into their personal lives and the glimpse into like who they really are outside of teaching. Right. Again, like it just has to feel more real and also that the passion for teaching to me in these accounts um and I'm gonna not lie to you like I do not follow the whimsical teacher closely uh but for I know like that awkward teacher and too cool for middle school these accounts like the passion for teaching just feels so genuine to me and it just comes across in everything they do and even in like their little personal live pieces it's still it's still kind of there in the background. And so I, I like that. That feels so relatable where in like other accounts, it feels kind of forced and fake. Right. Like that awkward teacher had her husband answer a bunch of questions about whiskey. I don't know if you saw that. It was yeah, like a few weeks ago. And I was so just entranced by it. I'm like, wow, whiskey, that's a whole world. He knows so much about it keep answering questions, dude. So like, again, like I'm there for the teaching stuff, but what hooks me is like the, the little asides that they have. Yep. I agree. I agree. 100%. Do you have any other accounts that you want to mention? Um, yeah, a few, a five foot one teacher. Uh, I don't know. She's, she has that passion and her YouTube is actually really good as well. And she does a lot of like self-care YouTube videos and what I eat and like how I grocery shop or like what I do for my mental health. And I think that that's a really important reminder um, for teachers. So I like her. I really like Cook in the Classroom. And I feel like his account is one that I find the most random little teacher tips on and that I can literally apply tomorrow in the classroom that fit me. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like on the lookout for his little, like little things that he says that I'm like, I'm going to do that. Like the other day I was listening and he said, I think he literally does this thing called teacher tips. And he talked about having a lost and found basket in the room for student crap that they leave. And I'm like, you not done that? (laughs) No, I just throw it outside my door. (laughs) I have a lost and found basket. You should have posted it on Instagram a couple years ago, Maggie, and then I probably would have been doing it a lot longer. (laughs) Um, Another one I really like, Activity After Math. I found this one more recently, and she's super cool for little home crafts and little, like, home projects, little classroom projects. Like, she just had um, her husband and her, they made her a long L-shaped teacher desk so that she can do student conferencing at her teacher desk. Um, She also is really into dip nails. And now I'm like, 
looking into getting a kit for myself because I'm like, how hard could it be? Activity Aftermath does it. And she does tutorials and stuff. Um, she was doing like Go Clean Co cleaning stuff around her house this summer that I found really interesting, like cleaning the grout in between the tiles of her house. I don't know. I could go on and on. So just like the little home project sort of things. I'm not really a home project person. So maybe that's why I'm into it because I'm like, oh, hmm, that would be kind of cool to do. I typically don't do it, but it's good to know if I ever want to do it. And can we also just pause and talk about like the weird random piece of teacher Instagram, which is everyone's nails. Everybody has a different like manicure and nail thing and everybody's always talking about their nails. I'm just like, wow, this is not a thing I have ever been interested in. Yeah, it's a big thing. You, you it's know, weird. For the gram. I know, you got to make sure that your nails look nice for the gram. No hang skins here. Yeah. Um, that is one, another like peer pressure Instagram thing that I'm like, hmm, I should go get my nails done. I never do, but I think about it. Yeah. I paint my nails pretty regularly first quarter and then I never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but like how perfect to hold like your coffee cup and like have your nails in the picture or like hold your book up showing the fresh manicure. It's true. So it does make things look prettier. It, it does, from an aesthetic sense, make a lot of it. It does. I, I see. Okay, what other accounts do you got? So I just, I'm going to give a list real quick, but these are women of color who have teacher Instagram accounts. Um, and I just followed, I just started following them this summer, um, earlier this summer in June. And so we'll, when the school year starts, I will start following these accounts more closely. But anyway, here's who I'm following to help diversify people's feeds. Ms. Alford's Rain Rainbow Room, Exceptional ELA, If You Give a Teacher a Classroom, Tales of an English Teacher, Shelley's Book Corner, Mrs. Hall Scholars, Secondary Urban Legend, and The Tutu Teacher. Cool. Yeah, you'll have to maybe do a blog or we'll have to do another podcast when it does get into the school year, maybe following specifically those accounts. Be right. Kind of cool. And so I'm going to try and interact with these more this week so that they start to pop up more in my feed. That's the it. one thing I will say, like right now, I do find that teacher Instagram is, it's not very good. Like it's hard for me to look at just because every school is doing something different with COVID. And my school, we use Microsoft Office platform and Canvas. And a lot of these accounts use Google Classrooms and the G Suite. So it's really hard to get as many tips from these teachers and quick takeaways when they're showing everything on Google, just because that's not what I can use with my kids. And the plan so far is that we're gonna go back in person so again, like all the distance learning content, while it is good, it's just not applicable to be right now. So I find the last couple of weeks and probably the next couple of weeks as well, maybe the next couple of months, teacher Instagram, I don't know, it just will have a different feel to it. It won't quite be the same. Right. Well, and I, 
I like all the distance learning tips and I finished the balance with blended learning book by Dr. Caitlin Tucker that I talked about last podcast. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to flip my classroom. So I am appreciating those tips more just because I want there to be that stability as students come in and out of my classroom. Um, as we transition from face to face to distance back to face to face, as I assume we will do all year. I want the most consistency as possible. And so just trying to master those pieces ahead of time is something that I'm interested in. However, I am also feeling very overwhelmed by the whole thing. And so <laughs> kind of avoiding it, which is why I've only been really keeping up with two accounts. Yeah, and that's the whole theme of COVID, right? Things change so quickly that you know, if you plan a bunch this way, they'll tell you to go that way or vice versa. And I know um, the whole time we've done distance learning, it's been very, um, we've had to collaborate with our collegials and all post the same thing. So I don't have that autonomy that I have in my day-to-day face-to-face lessons. So I think that's another reason why these tips aren't as meaningful is because I, I do have to follow what my district's doing and I, I just don't feel like I have room for those tips because it is more of a collaboration that I have to do with other teachers. Right. So I'll be interested to see if that holds true as you, if you end up having to do it again. Yeah, we're told that we actually have, we have a program. We bought some kind of online platform yeah. that if we go to the tier three online that everyone will use. And if we don't do that, which who knows at this point, then all the teachers will actually be required to have the same exact online setup in all the different schools for the different grade levels. So we were told in the spring it should be the same. And then I think that this year we'll be told that it needs to be the same. It has to be the same. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's like the shift. But we can augment it as we see fit, which is why. Yeah. We did last spring a little bit, even though we pretty much stuck to the same thing because I have a really great collegial. We mm -hmm. collaborate really well. So I feel like my input was heard and applied as were the other teachers. But yeah, so it'll just be interesting uh, moving forward. And I, I don't know, like I said, I think Instagram is going to maybe mean something different to us in a couple right. of Right. It'll be interesting to see that shift. I hadn't thought about that at all. I do know that Too Cool for Middle School's like video log for each week that she was doing distance learning was super helpful to me and trying to pare down and relax a little bit about what I was producing. But yeah, I found that documentation so interesting just from week to week when distance learning was fresh. Yeah. I'm really glad that she did those videos. I am too. Absolutely. 100%. So uh, that wraps up today's blog and we hope that you find that these Instagram accounts are as helpful as we do. You can find us at teacherradio.com um, where you can also listen to our podcast on all the various platforms like Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts and read our blog. You can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Great Plains Teacher. And I'm at Miss underscore Darnell 92. You can email us at teacherradiopodcast at gmail.com. We love your feedback. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen. Until next time. Happy teaching.